0: Hey y'all welcome, welcome back Let me start over Should I delete and restart
1: over?
0: Yeah it is Should I delete it and restart, start over Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know though with your co-host Avery Mason here uh, I'm in the studio in the building with Mr. Uh, Phil Hunt, co-host. It's our advice podcast, our way of giving back. You know, COVID has shut everybody down. So this is our way of giving back to society, giving back to the community. And the only way that we know how, and the best way that most men like to do is giving you our opinions that you didn't ask for and advice on things you didn't ask for.
1: Like a, unsolicited unsolicited That's the word. Yeah.
0: a lot of people write letters And they didn't ask us for advice They asked Dear Abby You know, Dear Judith You know, those are the wrong people You need to ask us for advice Because we give it to real Me and Phil from two different places Which is what qualifies us to give advice Phil from the Midwest and me from the East Coast Two different perspectives And none of the advice we give you is You know it's yeah. guaranteed to work. These That's are all
1: objective perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not uh, biased in any way. I'm we're just trying to help. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm a little biased to be honest. Yeah,
0: it feels very biased. He said the funniest thing. He's, uh, he Phil was at New York uh recently, and the funniest thing I heard him say was, "I am anti-progress," and I, <laughs> we can make too much progress. It, Perspective was he was talking about having a problem with uh, what were you talking about?
1: What was I talking about? Which, nah, I
0: can't remember.
1: Oh, I was talking about that New York opened safe injection sites, okay. And that's you know, for those of you listening, New York opened not one but two safe injection sites injection of what. Injection of heroin. Heroin. Don't try to combat yes. the opioid crisis. They're like, giving
0: safe needles and they're cleaning s- stuff before they inject themselves. When
1: Frank Lucas opened safe injection sites in New York, it was a problem. <laughs> you know, they got a whole movie entitled American Gangster about that problem. He,
0: he was doing that one on the block. That's but, why people had a problem with now it.
1: Now that it's white people, up oh, we have a crisis, and um, actually we're going to go ahead and decriminalize it. In fact. Here's a legal dope house you can shoot up well, at.
0: The reason they said originally, which didn't make sense to me, was they said we're trying to keep the AIDS infection rate down. So by providing them with needles and cleanliness that we can make sure that we're not spreading AIDS. Yes. The future. And
1: also to prevent the overdoses. They have people there with, what is it, Naxalon and all that stuff? No, that's,
0: yeah, I just think the city, and, if, if they're trying to prevent the AIDS, they've just got to go back to just giving out see, the free condoms. But see, opening
1: Pandora's box just because... Just go back to giving out free condoms. Stop. Well, <laughs> well I mean, you're also... That's what they're giving, clean needles. But you're opening Pandora's box as well because they said the first day they opened, someone came in and was like, it's literally a joke, but started smoking crack because why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> so again, you I mean, doing
0: heroin? I can't smoke crack.
1: And I mean, yeah. So you know, prostitution will be next. You know, I think that should have been the first thing. They so yeah, realized. it's you know, it's opening Pandora's box. And I, I get that New York wants to be progressive, but it, this might be too much yeah. progress. And here's here's my thing. Well, that's what as someone said, who then, lives in Harlem, you go, why are they in Harlem?
0: So that's what because said, that's the
1: thing. People people agree to shit as long as it doesn't affect them. It's like, "Oh, hey, hey, man, there's uh there's kids at the border." And you go, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." Yeah, this Yeah, man, there's a uh, uh what do they call them? Undocumented immigrant ch- children at the border. Yeah, well, can they live with you? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh well uh yeah keep them down there then that's cool like people will disagree with something until you make it personal
0: yeah that's how it, everything is but that's what you said that made me laugh after you made that point you were like yeah i'm 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 against all this change all this progression i don't know like just anything. some of it, it a
1: lot of it creates another problem a lot of it creates another problem it is y'all gotta like, come
0: see him live this this
1: Even when you talk legal marijuana, it's like, uh, yeah, but you're putting some uh, street dealers out of a job Mm -hmm. and maybe they're not qualified to get another job making as much. So who knows? Maybe they turn to uh, actual crime.
0: Yeah. You know what? I do think they should legalize. Violent crime. They should legalize prostitution and they kind of already have where they decriminalize it. They're not saying it's illegal, but they're like, we're not going to arrest you for it anymore. You go out to East New York right now, there's guys lined up and women walking around. I was...
1: Interesting. My
0: storage locker is over there, and I was leaving my storage locker, and I'm driving... You can tell the
1: truth. It don't got to be your storage nah, locker. it was
0: my... <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you don't understand. They say it's prostitution legal, but none, nobody wants to sleep with none of them prostitutes. Especially oh, not again. this one. Not this one that I saw. I'm leaving, and she, this lady looked like somebody auntie dressed in jeans and this old-ass dusty sweater... And she had the pants below her ass, and I'm looking. at am like, mm-hmm. does she pull her pants up? Like she needs a belt. She's just walking up the block, and I realized what she was doing because she kept doing laps with her ass out like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, What's this?
1: Mm-hmm. oh, she's oh, she she's advertising. Looking, she was looking for the safe injection site.
0: <laughs> 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 and this is why I need you to put the needle right in my ass. To send
1: her days earnings. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Damn. I just think it's wild that New York City is letting people do it. And Well, then, it well, all well, comes well, back to, like I'm saying, everyone's pro this and pro that until you say, cool, can they be your neighbor? Can they live in your no. building? And then that becomes the issue because, like I said, of course, Midtown Manhattan's going to vote for it because mm-hmm. it's their children, you know, white private school kids doing Oxycontin and then yeah. branching out to... Uh, Heroin because it's cheaper. It's the, So now they're like, oh, well, we'll vote for that, but not in my neighborhood.
0: You know, it's it's kind of like the New Century's version of putting your kid in front of a TV. Like, this is what they want. You mm-hmm. give it to them. Now I don't got to worry about that for a
1: while. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> and even with the uh, vaccines, where everybody keeps being like, you know, Just trust the doctors. Trust the scientists. Like, dog, we've had 20-something years of people just trusting the doctors. And that's how we got to an opioid crisis, you know. People doing Oxy, Vicodin, all this stuff they were prescribing people. You right. know
0: that was killing them, and, and it knew, led knew it to addiction. Well, it was worse than that. Is what comes with that? Like stories, like there was a story of a guy who run, went to a pharmacy, killed everybody in the mm-hmm. fucking pharmacy, and took all the to get it. And yeah, yeah. I'm like, nigga, you could have just asked. You don't so have to shoot everybody. He shot it, and he did the drugs before he left. And the police called him. He was That's sitting crazy. He was sitting right out in front
1: of his car, doped up. So when people <laughs> get off into their, you know, oh well, uh, you know, just trust the doctor. And Hey, 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 we've got plenty of proof of what doctors will
0: do. Yeah, you can't ask people to trust the doctors, then also tell people they can get a second opinion. Everything else, you get a second opinion. Yeah. But not for this. So, like you go to your doctor and he's like, Hey man, uh you you you've got six months to live. What do you do? You say, All right, doc, you're right. No, you go and check with somebody else. Say, hey. What's it looking like? Well, I'll give you a year tops. All right, that's better than what the other guy said. I'm going to go with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody just says, the doctor says, take the vaccine. All right, I'm going to take it. Most people ask around. Everybody asks around. Well, what did your doctor tell you? Huh? Well, why my doctor tell me that? You know. Right. I just, it it. so you got to see Phil live to get the rest of the joke. He did have a part in there where he was like, if you think you're getting the vaccine and they pull out a belt, you are not at the vaccine site. <laughs> you better double check you at the right place, <laughs> hey man. I'm here from moderna what's uh what's what's this one here? <laughs> I never seen them use a belt before <laughs> are we in the right place <laughs> anyway so it was a it was a good show to say uh, to say at least and uh had a, a ton of fun and so I'm always telling you guys to come out and watch us uh live because you get more than what you get here on the podcast now. That being said, we had another interesting thing happen this weekend in the world of comedy. Um, now I can't remember her name. Who's who's the chick that Faison, uh What's her name? Phazon was talking about.
1: So start with the fact that Faison Love, because uh, everyone will know him. Faison Love yes. from Friday. From he did a, stuff.
0: He did a he did a movie with Vince Vaughn where they went to an island couples retreat. He did a couples retreat with Vince Vaughn. He was in that. Uh he was in Bad Santa. He played Billy uh Billy Bob Thornton's uh boss in Bad Santa. Or was that Bernie Mac? <laughs> uh, nah. It was a Santa movie. It was a Santa movie. Yeah. yeah. Give me a second. Faison was also in Friday. He was big
1: save your
0: life. Big worm. Uh Faison was Big Worm in Friday. I'm trying to think of recent stuff, but yeah. He, he started off as a stand-up. He was on Def Comedy Jam. Then he, he started was in doing Three movies. Three
1: strikes. He was Big Worm in Friday. So on Love had something to say about a newer comedian, um, Nicole, Nick, Nicole Byers. Dyer,
0: that's her name. Damn. Yeah,
1: I was coming mm. to save your life.
0: Yeah, because I couldn't remember her name. Uh, she's got a new special out on Netflix. This is not an ad. It's uh, just me telling you she's got a special on Netflix. And he was very critical of her special. Felt like. She don't speak to our people. felt like there's there's a lot of people who don't get those opportunities, and they pick the ones they like um, that they're safe or comfortable with. Well, Monique with. got
1: the opportunity, but she didn't feel like the bag was enough. So That's fair. And I, I guess what we'll speak to is the issue of uh, on Love. on Love is a well-known hater in the comedy circles. Uh, if you Google his name, he had a whole bunch of... Scr- Dumb crap to say about Dave Chappelle, too. You know, Dave Chappelle, white people find him funny. You know, black people wasn't really fucking with him like that. And he don't be making the hood laugh. And I hate when people get into these conversations, although sometimes what people can be saying is somewhat true. You know, a broken clock is right twice a day. He's absolutely wrong about Dave Chappelle. It's like, what are you even talking about? But we like to, you know, label people.
0: Well, we did say this when you black were people. We about like this. to label
1: each other. We did say this even, you when
0: you and I were talking about this that he hasn't done stand up.
1: Uh... Well, he was coming for Chappelle, and it's like people forget. Remember Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's block party, the special that is this or the concert. Mm-hmm. It's Dave Chappelle, The Roots, To Live, Quali. We like to act like black comes in one color. Mm-mm. Or One Shade or Tone. We're
0: not a monolith. Uh, monolith. We're not
1: a monolith. So it's like, yeah. Uh, Keith Robinson used to have a joke back in the day about a lot of white people would like to act like I'm not black. And he was like, I'm earth, wind, and fire black. And it's like, (sighs) yeah, that's it. Dave Chappelle is earth, wind, and fire black. He's not, you know, Jay-Z rap black.
0: Nope, he's not Cameron black. I always
1: felt like it was fucked up that uh, Faison was labeling him. Faison is a well-known hater.
0: I just don't think he's done comedy long enough to be, like, you know, coming at people. And also, I felt like, you know, that many black women comics are, like, at that level, so to speak. You know what I mean? So, you're going to tear down the one or two that we have? I, I I don't think it's a good look. I also don't think, because he hasn't done comedy in such a long time, he should really be talking about it. Like, I haven't... I haven't been in high school in years. I can't turn around and go back. You know what? What they need to start stop doing giving out lunch tickets, and they're like, "We don't give out lunch tickets here anymore, sir." We should. Well, it's I'll a, say it's beyond, a, whole, a whole different game. In, in that beyond sense.
1: the black woman critique, no one is above critique. So I'll I'll say I think his point actually, when I watched some of her special, was valid. Being the point of, and then not not the point of her not being good or whatever, he shouldn't have said that that was a messy, fucked up thing to say publicly. I don't like when comedians attack other comedians. And I especially don't like when well-established, well-known comedians attack up-and-coming, lesser-known comedians. It's like, bro, let her live, you know? Other than the, you know, like I said, black women thing, it's like nobody's above critique. And when I did watch it, I'd say my critique... Overall of comedy now, not of her uh individually, but of this subgenre of you know, these black women standing on stage and being like, ooh, I love the fuck a white man. Ooh, right. ooh, ooh. It's like full, you,
0: full you, disclosure, how much of it did you watch?
1: Just like 25 minutes, and I mean, like I said, it was it was good, and I didn't like even the uh, comedy hype, Pierre. You know, he's on there from back in the day from Death Jam. And Pierre, he,
0: also he, from uh, Players... He was in How to Be a player. player
1: back in the day. But but this is what I, why I don't like them attacking her. We, as comedians, meaning me, you, Nicole Byer, we don't have these black platforms that they had. I agree. You know, and a lot of them haven't done anything since we stopped having those platforms. So, essentially, they killed those platforms. And by that, I mean, obviously, the best of the best came from those shows. Bernie Mac, Chris Tucker, Steve Harvey, the Cedric the Entertainers, D.L. Hewley. They're all still working to this day and are big names. Uh, I just saw some more at Caroline's. Mm. She was, you know, I think the second or third host of Comic View. To that, I'll say, you know, they destroyed those platforms and you had someone like, you know, Faison shitting on Nicole and then you had Pierre step up to say, oh, well, the subjects she were doing weren't black subjects and it's like, what the fuck does that mean? What is a so black again, subject? we're not a monolith. Ebonics. And also, you know, Pierre, you, you, he was on Comic View talking about free lunch and mm-hmm. roach. How many of y'all got roaches? It's like, is that, you know, less than I would label them black subjects, I would say Redundant yeah. stereotypical subjects, and yeah. that's actually what I enjoyed about her special was that it was not redundant and it was not stereotypical, and she had good energy. So it's yeah, like, she she let that though. girl live in her own
0: space, and well, you know, just to piggyback on what you said, he also had a joke talking about getting shot, and like, guy shot him multiple times, like, hey man, and he's like, I pretended to be dead, and he shot me again, like, hey man, what about him? He ain't shot, he's still ooh, alive. Ooh.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just saying that those guys more on the bad end of those shows than they were the good. And it's like, Faison, well, Faison talks shit about everybody. But like I said, I didn't like Pierre coming to piggyback what she said on the comedy hype interview where Pierre was like, yeah, you know, Nicole Byers, she just wasn't talking about no black stuff. No black stuff, And yeah, so It's like, oh, shut up. All what right. do you what do you want to hear? How many of y'all got bad credit? Who eat chitlins?
0: Ooh, who eat chitlins? Some Great. of y'all in here got bad credit. I ain't going to point y'all out. We all have to evolve our thought process. And maybe, yeah. maybe Def Jam was good because it let people see that black folks can be funny, but also bad because now everybody thinks that's what a black comic is. Not like you, not well, like me. You the better of those
1: comics evolved and went up. Like I'm saying, Cedric the Entertainer was the host of Comic View. You, mm-hmm. you know, he's a top-notch comic. Uh, Bernie, uh, Steve, all these people. So, Chris Tucker, obviously the huge movie star. Um, even Bill Bellamy that we just named, How to Be a Player. You know, he did the booty call joke back in the day on Dead Jam. Mm-hmm. So the better of them went up and became huge stars. Then you still have these people that are hanging around, the Pierre's and, you know, Faison's that it's like, eh, yeah. And even Faison's a bigger star than Pierre, obviously. But it's like, that's why what he said was bad. It's like, dog, you don't know how many people are seeing this. And the first time they're ever going to see her name is in a bad light. So, I would say, as if actually I'm an, I call, consider myself an older, younger, new comic. Of if you're an older comic and you don't have something good to say about newer comics, especially black ones who don't have the same opportunities as you, who don't have the comic views that come on six days a week, two times a night. And don't have the Death Jams coming on every Friday. Mm. If you don't have something nice to say about us as newer, younger comics? Shut up. Mm. That didn't help her at all. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, th- that's the point we're making is that when Pierre and-, and Faison were on, there was there was no YouTube, like, like there was no Twitter, Instagram. It was just Death Comedy Jam Comic View. And, you know, they're on all the time. You can see it. Oh, excuse me. Every night of the week if you want well, to. Well, a lot of
1: it just feels like they're kicking us for not having the opportunity or the skill set that came from the environments that they were bred in. Mm-hmm. Now, do I, as a black male comic and as a black comic here in New York City, understand that there are some sellout comedians and comedians who isolate themselves and never perform in front of black people? Absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's comic to comic a conversation for us to have off the record. I agree. So for Faison to be so public about that, it's just like, bruh, you could have just said you want a Netflix special. You didn't have to say, I want one. And and that's where I would call him out of a little bit of still having the, um, I call it the, the house nigga mentality of there can only be three Negroes in the house, and the house being Netflix, you know, take hers down and put mine's up, God, and
0: just, then even he hasn't done comedy. Even in so long, you know
1: though. Pierre and him, I think, were saying, well, you know, you could have got lunel and got this one and got that one, and it's like all of them are doing just fine. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need you speaking for them, and it's like Lunell's also sixty, like. You know, she got to do the comic views and the death jams. So I have an issue with some of those older comics as you go. Y'all got to do the death jams, the bad boys, of comedy, all this different stuff. Laugh-a-paloozas. And and now y'all want our opportunities, too. Not to say that you can't be an older comic on Netflix, but don't act like Nicole Byer took something from you. She didn't.
0: Sure didn't. She, she sure didn't. Hard out her
1: own space. She's
0: got a different.
1: She worked hard. She earned that. Yeah, it's a
0: different set of people that she's talking to, and she's done a lot of other things. I don't I even it. like
1: that classification. It's a different set of people she's but talking it's a to. Crowd, who she's bro. talking it's, it's, to? It's a different. And well, you either liked it or you didn't, but but it doesn't but,
0: matter. But I'm just saying, there's a certain set of people. I'm not mentioning color, I'm just saying there's a certain crowd that likes what she does and that's who she's talking to. She ain't talking right. to people that
1: fuck with Faison. So let that girl live and um, shit. Y'all go check out what is it? BBW big black weirdo on Netflix. And Faison can shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: mm. Hold on one second here. All right, so we got something else on the uh on the scope here. I want to share with you before we... Oh, look at you. You brought out some nachos. What's that, turkey?
1: Nah, just a little ground beef over
0: the top. Look at, look at old chef homeboy I feel.
1: Yeah, uh, man, look this Just to let y'all know, if y'all listening, I I y'all make like, nachos. And y'all don't use Doritos, y'all ain't really making nachos. Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute. No, 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 no. If you're making nachos, you're not supposed to use Doritos. You're supposed to use, uh, what do you call them shits? Tostitos. You're supposed to use
1: Doritos, boy. That's extra flavor. No, man. That's Cool ranch, nacho cheese. Sweet chili, something like cool
0: that. Cool Ranch, not Doritos with meat. Phil? But we
1: just mentioned I'm from Midwest, bro. You might be you. You just get
0: the meat. tostitos. You're a Brooklyn boy. You don't so need extra. You feel know, this extra salt on the nacho chips. You need all the,
1: the flavor so, you can get. So these
0: are Cool Ranch Doritos?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: Try one of them, boy. You you know you keep insulting my work. I ain't gonna let you try none.
0: I can't. I'm on this but diet.
1: Man, I can't. I'm on this diet. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just I mean, as wild i might want to even pause with a little because i'm be crunching and munching i'm hungry as hell you got here a little early yeah i got
0: I, yeah i found a parking spot so uh what, let's get to this real quick and we'll take a break so you can eat we only got a couple more minutes left in segment one anyway and i gotta make a call got a call about something big i'll tell you about off air um off air i'm old uh off recording i don't what do you what do you say off, I said off air. I feel like that's off air. That's good enough.
1: That. It dates you a little, but
0: it does because I don't know what you call it now when you're you doing used the podcast. To work in radio. I, I that, sure I did. Think off air
1: works. People. People have a not minute. understand enough.
0: I'm sorry. If I got to roast you. Putting barbecue oh, we're sauce. Oh, you're sprinkling
1: a little barbecue sauce over the top.
0: So cool ranch Doritos with cheese, meat, and Double now
1: cheese. We got queso on them boys, and we got uh, shredded cheese.
0: Come <laughs> on, oh, man! Stop playing. Cool Ranch? You should just done play. If you'd have done played, I'd let you get a little pass. But Cool Ranch, I can't let you get a pass on. I don't understand. Anyway, OJ Simpson, y'all. Let me just get to this so Phil can get to his OJ chips. Simpson. Yeah, OJ Simpson. I saw in the news today, OJ Simpson has been granted early parole for good behavior after serving nine years in prison for armed robbery in Las Vegas. I don't understand the point of being granted parole. The purpose of parole is like, look, we can't keep. Now obviously, wait,
1: this is a throwback, right?
0: No, this is from yesterday. He 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 was on parole. They letting him off parole early. Oh, I'm like, wait, O.J. been out. Yeah, he been out, but he's still been. And, and parole is one of the biggest hustles that this country well, yeah, has ever come up too. with. All of just them keep your a hustle. Keep an eyeball on you. You can't go nowhere. Can't. It's like you're in jail, yeah. but just out. So anyway, he's out on the streets again, and of course, the first joke that came out was O.J.'s on the loose. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Mm. You know, he out here okay, murdering everybody. Yeah, O.J. ain't doing none of that. O.J.'s just trying to save what money he can, that he didn't lose in the civil suit, and he's trying to stay out the spotlight, because he's as infamous as freaking the guy who shot uh, Trayvon Martin. He's infamous. I mean,
1: let, let's, I don't even like that comparison, because there's a possibility O.J. didn't do it now Trayvon uh, George Zimmerman we got that fool on tape he's under oath and the justice system just did what it does right OJ was a beloved pitch man right OJ's Greatest well, running backs of all time. Probably captains. Cut the shit. He, prob- I mean? he,
0: he probably killed those people, Phil. So don't I'm sorry. compare
1: him to old boy. That's, well, uh,
0: I just meant in terms of infamy, like people... I mean, yeah. He's but- not... You, he can't walk around outside and have people run up and try to take a picture is gotcha. what I'm saying. People just like, oh my God. It's OJ Simpson and you hold your purse a little tight or you hold your kid's hand or something like that. Right. Funny thing is, if you saw George Zimmerman, you'd probably do the same thing with your black son, just hold his hand tight or push him away. Just
1: stay away from <laughs> him. Well if you, <laughs> He's killing, killing if all you black took all the black O.J., I'd have to ask you. You know, it, it could be for one of four reasons. Alright. If you took a picture with George Zimmerman, there's only one reason you took that picture. <laughs> you don't like black people.
0: Uh, That's uh, why. <laughs> Look, here I am with him at 2.30 If anything you took happens took a picture
1: with OJ, it's like, okay, are you a fan? Are you a lifelong uh, Hertz rent-a-car
0: hilarious. user? I'm a big fan of the Naked Gun naked movies Naked
1: Gun movies uh, yeah. Are you a Big Bills fan? So, Are you just a fan of running backs in general?
0: He did a video with this white girl recently where... Well, she was the one who was taping it. She saw him and she was filming it. And then she, he reached in for like the, a kiss. And she kind of like hit him, with the, <laughs> hit him with the old curve move. She was all friendly, fun and games.
1: And so then, she juked OJ She
0: sure did. He never had to tackle anyone in his life. That's why he, <laughs> we're not going to start now. But I, I'm I, kind of... It's kind of, I guess I'm happy to see him out, and I don't want to see anybody in jail, you know, especially when there's such, personally I believe he did it, but they couldn't prove he did it, and all right, if you can't prove he did it, you gotta let him out, fine, but you know, i like to see him out, maybe he can do something new with his life, maybe he can start a charity or something, I don't, he's not gonna do none of that shit, all I'm saying is, uh, parole is a joke. O.J.'s out for good behavior. Nothing I feel else. like
1: these are two separate conversations.
0: They are. I'm, I, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm talking
1: about? O.J.? Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation.
0: Yeah. It is two things. I'm piling it on in one big big complaining and sandwich. You want to
1: talk about um, probation and parole, which is a fucking scam. And that's a whole other conversation.
0: It's, I'm piling on two different things. My dad is on uh, probation and it, he can't go anywhere. Because
1: the saddest uh, thing about and that
0: was child support. The it, saddest
1: thing about the O.J. trial was the trial became about him less than it became about the case. They proved, God bless Johnny Cochran. They well, proved it's not they proved that the LAPD was racist. Yeah, and it's like yeah all the police departments are racist Mm -hmm. so the trial became more about oj and his fame and rather not lapd was um Mm -hmm. racist poor old nicole brown simpson people almost completely forgot about her and for certain forgot about ron goldman yeah that it's like kind of (laughs) sad (laughs) it it just got so overshadowed. Yeah,
0: brushed under the rug. Yeah.
1: Like, I remember being in elementary school, and we had the weekly readers, and it was always, like, lightweight kind of kid topics in third grade. (laughs) And somehow, OJ's on the cover, and you're just like, wait, what? (laughs) How do we go from talking about, you know, fossil fuels and the future to yeah, man, OJ. Yeah,
0: my biggest problem with that whole trial, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm glad he's done. Maybe he can turn his life around, honestly. But my biggest problem with the whole trial was, like, I remember when he got off, there were black people talking about, we won. And I never felt like we won anything. As a matter of fact, I don't remember seeing OJ around in the hood a lot of really helping out minorities thing. and things. As soon as he got with Johnny, John was like, nah, OJ, we got to get you. It was a moral victory for we black gotta, folks. Yeah.
1: Because we'd all been screwed over by the justice system.
0: Yeah. they, they Had let, it not been
1: for Rodney King yeah, and those cops getting found guilty... That OJ case might have went another way.
0: Absolutely, if they so, if they would have gotten found guilty the first time, I bet you there wouldn't they, be this much happiness. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he got. See, I showed you. Those
1: prosecutors and that judge was still smelling smoke from the L.A. riots from when they let oh, Rodney yeah. King's uh, abusers go. Those cops, you know, after what yeah, they interesting
0: get. choice of words.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know really what to say. They oh, didn't murder I, him, but no, they beat say, the fuck out of no, him. I would say
0: crooked cops.
1: So yeah, crooked cops, whatever, you know. Yeah, so they were still smelling smoke from that. and were like, uh, uh, not guilty, cause uh, yeah, I don't want to have to rebuild this motherfucker. <laughs> I again. just put
0: the glass back in my windshield, but I ain't so, trying yeah. to. Think. Well.
1: But well, yeah, he's like out. I said, see, see what happens when you talk about O.J.? The juice is 10-minute tangent. <laughs> he, he's the happy, smiling, loose. and free. Yeah, but that, mm, like mm, I said, mm. I'm looking at the picture like, wait, wait, this ain't from three or four years ago when he got out? So what if they retired his uh, prison number? Like his prison uniform number? They,
0: they hung it up in the like rafters? Like how
1: they did his football number and just hung it up in the rafters? <laughs> Ah. Sign a toilet
0: paper. Oh my god, this is wild. The juice here. Now, that's this what don't make sense to ah, me. Well, Came so up see, with this. Uh, I don't even
1: like when people do that. It's like, so my, my who are you talking to? Are you talking know. to someone from Britain?
0: No, I don't know if they're just trying to start some shit. So, yes,
1: that's the whole thing now. Got a
0: picture here of shit. uh, my best friend says Adele will out sing Beyonce, and you know, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, but I also know that uh. Don't think Adele is out singing Beyonce. <laughs> Hard
1: member.
0: You, you? Yeah. Not me. I'm not a Beehive member at all. I just know that I've heard Beyonce sing. I've heard Adele sing. They both can sing, but it's two well, different levels. see, that's levels. what I'm saying. It's
1: a bad argument. It's like...
0: Subjective. You might... No, listen.
1: Beyonce's been out since we were children. But see, this is what they do to black artists. Beyonce's been out since we were children. Adele just came out, I don't know, 10 years ago. Which isn't a short amount of time, but it's like Beyonce has so much more volume of work. Now, when you talk quality of voice or whatever, it all depends on what we're singing. Are we singing a ballad? Is it an upbeat song? What song is it? Because I don't think Adele has any upbeat songs that I've ever uh, they're
0: heard. they're all ballads. Because Hello on like from the other
1: side. Beyonce is certainly the most versatile of the two. So yeah, I I don't like that argument. And then then Adele from, where is she from? Britain, UK? Yeah, UK. So it's like, yeah, that's that's an argument somebody from the UK started over some tea. Because no one even hears those two people in the same Mm -hmm. tone.
0: They're not in the same class.
1: It's like Rihanna is Beyonce's uh, peer or contemporary of like, you know, they feel like they started around the same time, although even Beyonce has some years on her. That's a good versus.
0: Yeah, I I could I'd watch that. I'd They're watch.
1: both versatile, yeah. and like I said, has some upbeat and the the catalog's long. But like I said, Adele, I'm like she cool, but she feel like she just came out, and all her songs are really slow.
0: Yeah, and she just lost weight. You you gotta wait, you know. She lost weight the first time, so she got another three or four albums before it becomes a classic. Like Luther, Luther, <laughs> yeah, Big Luther is sold, but when he got skinny, he sold way more albums. So we got to see. Anyway, um, Phil's dying to dig into these cool ranch Doritos with barbecue sauce and two kinds of cheese and meat on it. So we're going to take a quick break so we can dine on that. Yeah, and definitely. we'll be right back with segment two in Advice Time. Stay tuned. But I don't know, though, Phil, how can they follow you
1: on I social media? I am Phil Hunt on all social media.
0: Yeah, I think Phil got an OnlyFans he wants you to subscribe that to, too. To, and I think it's free. So go check that out. Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. We'll be right back. We These questions. Betty
1: man. I miss Betty
0: White. You miss Betty White? All right. <laughs> I'll bring it back next. Yeah, I well, we, I, well, first much. of all, are we going to record next week? How do you want to take that week off? Because it's the holiday.
1: Yeah, right. We'd probably do it.
0: You want to yeah. do it? If
1: we record Wednesday, it will be the 22nd. Oh, yeah. That's time. We'll play. So then we'll take. Well, we don't have to necessarily take it. We got to be recording. Um. Yeah. And it okay. Will be
0: in the studio next year. So. Yeah. No. So cool, can we video. tell? Can we tell them the plans or?
1: I, yeah. I, just, I don't play. All we can just let them see. He it just he, wants to play it You've been saying. You've been saying that uh, we got a comedy show coming for three months. So. Well, we gotta get a <laughs> venue. That's, yeah, you're right. You know, you know what? So
0: yeah. I ain't saying shit. No, I'm just like, and just I've been trying. Be pleasantly
1: surprised,
0: bro. I've been trying well, at be the this like, venues. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of them see me and they're scared. But That's what it is. Let's get on the, uh... Yes. Enjoy. So here we're back. Uh, it is time for advice with Phil and Ke- uh, Avery and Kev. And I already told you that we're not experts. Avery and Kev?
1: <laughs> is that what I just... <laughs> Who
0: it's not my fault. It's this diet. It's got to be all fucking loopy, combine man. combine
1: make cavery. Cavery, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm... funny. This diet, you blaming it on the diet? My mind
0: is not there, Phil. That lettuce, I'm thinking about brain I'm thinking about
1: your chips with the the, the fucking uh, Cool hey, Ranch I, Doritos. I, I, I said, said you could get some, and you was like, nah, I can't. I'm good.
0: I'm just thinking about food. I'm not starving. You want to be a full-size man no more? Nah, my body is coming off the sugar, the processed sugar I, high. I do love,
1: her, uh, and I'm, we've discussed it before, and it's even in my stand-up, how, all the different terms they came up with for big women. <laughs> but then big men is just, hey, man, let <laughs> this, this fat, big motherfucker this right motherfucker here. motherfucker over here. <laughs> What's up, fat gem?
0: <laughs> What's going on? You only like moves with food in the title. Fried green tomatoes. No, you you ever
1: hear the term full-figured woman? And you just Full like, figure, full-figured? full-figured. As a, you know what it makes you say? As as opposed to what? Half-figured? <laughs> she's, she's mild-figured. Like, it's somebody not Slight. full-figured, not fully-figured. Like you, So you always hear full-figured, but you never hear not full-figured or... Slight figure. You know what yeah, I mean? Bro, so it's just like one-way terms.
0: Bro, that's why they, the women have shapewear. Do men have shapewear?
1: <laughs> men don't need shapewear.
0: What shape is it? You putting it on. You're not the shape of those pants you're putting on. Those pants are taking the shape that you're in. Yeah,
1: shapewear. It's interesting. But uh but yeah, that just spanx. makes me laugh. All these little terms we're coming up with so people can feel good about, about themselves. themselves. Like I was telling somebody the other day, like speech impediment, like the term speech impediment the thing about it is nobody with a speech impediment can say impediment <laughs> so, the... it's, so it's almost rude yeah. of like and anytime you say impediment you sound like you have a speech, speech impediment. impediment. yeah uh, it was a uh, Im- impe- I- Im- Im- impediment I- that meant
0: in, in, in persimmon I'll
1: do you one better Phil and don't ask nobody to spell it when, God bless I, I gotta, I'll do you one better you ever
0: heard the term bear belly or bear gut yeah, mm-hmm. do they ever talk about women having bear bellies did, when they talk about bear bellies who they talking about Man, well, they, they got,
1: have a wine belly. They sell these
0: <laughs> never happened. They, they sell these shirts called fresh clean Teas. and it's like this is for you want to hide your beer belly. <laughs> never you never hear women there's no women have beer bellies too. Absolutely.
1: No, oh, interesting.
0: they just call it pregnant.
1: Well, so I call a it nice I gained gain some weight after Pregnancy. Oh, like I gained some, I gained <laughs> my some fresh, baby weight.
0: My freshman fifteen, or, baby, baby
1: weight. That quarantine, uh, quarantine fifteen was real. though.
0: Yeah, my happy mommy. That's you know? why you
1: on your diet shit now. Yeah, I quarantine fifteen. Nah,
0: I, I I didn't catch COVID nineteen. I gained it, bitch. I was. I'm trying to lose that. <laughs> no watching, I, I'm watching the wrong people. I'm watching Joey Chestnut, and by the way, that joke is doing really good. Surprisingly, I. Oh yeah, and yeah. Joke about oh, Joey yeah, Chestnut, you know, man. comedy concepts
1: and, and explaining yourself, yeah. and I, I've been bringing t- people into your, in your into your thoughts.
0: For those of you listening, I've been telling people you know that I'm I'm fat, but that I don't consider myself fat. I consider myself a fat leap. Which basically means I'm a fat athlete, but I'm a fat lead, but I'm an elite fat athlete. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I am the Tom Brady of fat
1: people. Speaking of athletes, shouts out to Steph Curry for breaking the record. Yeah, Threes. I was just scrolling here on my phone and looking at some of the stuff, <laughs> some of the pictures. And, of course, Spike Lee was there because he's a big Knicks fan and... I love the fact that uh, Steph was supposed to break the record against my Pacers, but we held him to, I think, five threes. Yeah. And if he had, it got one more. So then it set up this perfect uh, theatrics of him like coming the, to I mean, Madison yeah, Square Garden MSG, yeah. and breaking the all-time three-point record. So he broke Ray Allen's record last night. And some of the pictures are beautiful, you know.
0: You know what's not fair? Ray didn't get all this pomp and circumstance when he did it. You know what I'm it saying? It wasn't as did, much. did. It not- just
1: wasn't. We didn't care as much. And you also got to keep in mind that Steph is a arguably a top 25 player all time.
0: Yeah, at I'll this point,
1: yeah. Like, he's left his mark on the game hard for somebody that they were like, uh, oh, he'll never be anything. He's too small. He did say he's that. not a shooting guard. He he's not a point guard. Yeah. And he really has changed the game. And I mean, yes. it's unfair to Ray Allen and my guy from Indiana, Reggie Miller, because he was third. Mm-hmm. That the the way they play the game now is just so much faster and they shoot so many more threes.
0: Yeah. I, I only remember Steph because I wasn't a fan of the Warriors, but I remember he pushed out Monte Ellis um, when he came, and oh, yeah. I was a big Monte Ellis fan. Monte Ellis was a bucket man. That boy could ball. It just—he's really hurt. Yeah, Monte injuries. came
1: straight out of high school. Yeah. He's a—you uh, know—it was light skin on light skin violence. You know them two in practice.
0: Monte was putting up numbers. And, man. And,
1: uh, I think after his rookie year, they traded yeah. Monte because it was like, well, we only need one light skin score at a time. You you, you think well he'll, you, two because we got Clay as well. Do
0: <laughs> you think you think Monte would make the Hall of Fame? He didn't do enough. Nah, he didn't do enough numbers,
1: Enough. He but, did a but, lot but that first was year, he did really a good, lot. He was a really good player Yeah, he and was, won, that won, that won a first playoff year. series with Gold State. And that's one thing you got to love about Steph Curry is he shows love to those generations. Like he wore a Monte Ellis jersey during the playoffs, like into the arena or whatever. And he was like, you know, we couldn't have started this without Monte and them changing the culture. You know, Stephen Jackson, Baron Davis, mm-hmm. Monte wow. all won B. that. Diddy, Al Harrington all won that playoff series. Yep. And ever since then, it was like... Alright, we maybe we can win up here, you know, and you know, Oakland's got a great fan base, but yeah, it was good to see, and even, you know, Pops, Dale Curry was in the arena, you know. I just remember, and, and, and I remember you... how much
0: the people were booing him. Remember Chris Mullin that was being honored there for, uh, mm. for booing, they are booing the owner. Chris Mullin was being honored, oh. and the owner was out there to honor Chris Mullin. People were like, boo! Yeah, I don't even
1: remember
0: that. Nah, yeah, yeah. They booed him because this was right after the, the Monte Ellis trade. You know how much they oh, love okay, Monte okay, Ellis. Right, so yeah. they're honoring Chris Mullin for that TMT team, uh, and he got booed. And, and Chris Mullin had to come on and think, no, no, don't boo him. You know, we're doing new yeah, things. Yeah, and
1: ain't nobody booing him now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of times, you know, a lot of moves that seem... Um, Seem like they should be made or didn't seem like the right decision at the time. So it is what it is.
0: Well, you know, what's the right decision at this time to help these people with their problems. It's it's a Christmas give back holiday season. Give back to the listeners. Okay, these people got these questions. Are you ready to help them with their life? Help them get their life together. All right. First question is, and these are all going to be holiday themed. Most of them. How can I convince my husband to stop asking me for Christmas presents that cost $3,000 each? (laughs) Right? My husband and I are both high-earning, six-figure careers. He still, however, makes a significant amount more than I do. Each year for Christmas, he goes very lavish with gifts for me And he also expects similarly priced gifts in return. And I do not have the capacity to keep up with him, nor the desire, because I'd rather save the money or use it for experiences versus things. For example, last year, he spent over $20,000 on gifts just for me. Things like a diamond bracelet, high-end purses, shoes, coats, etc. And while these things are all things I like, I did not ask for them. In return, he asks for things costing about 1000 to $3,000 a piece. Musical equipment for his hobbies. I've told him in no uncertain terms that I can't keep up with his spending and that his love for lavish Christmases has actually made a holiday I once loved unenjoyable because I have to take a hard hit to my savings in order to keep up with his wish list.
1: <laughs>
0: Not to mention he still expects me to purchase gifts for his family. While my family just does the secret Santa, so he only has to buy one or two people on my side. Mm. It's ridiculous. I'm not sure what to do anymore. I've stopped asking for anything for Christmas. I've told him to set realistic budgets, but at the end of the day, he ends up ignoring them anyway. Mm. It's very clear that his love language is giving and receiving gifts. Mm. Um... And I don't want him to feel slighted on a Christmas morning. I've even tried buying multiple lesser priced items in hopes that the quantity of gifts would outweigh the quantity I spent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's to the point where I wish we could just skip Christmas or that he should spend the money buying himself the things he wants. I'm all out of ideas and I don't want to continue dreading the holiday help. Sounds like you're married to Scrooge. You know, he started off not wanting to give money to people, real penny pincher. Then he turned his life around and started buying stuff for everybody, man. Listen, the guy had his Christmas. He was visited by the three ghosts. That's what happened to this dude. He was visited by the three ghosts. Ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. Here,
1: here's where he I want to be. Freaked him out. Here's where I want to be respectable, right? I want to be respectable because sometimes we don't respect men's feelings. She said this is his love life. All women talk about is their love language. This is my love. You know what I mean? And you really, essentially you, to understand someone else's love language is to respect it and mm-hmm. to acknowledge it and to just understand that it is what it is. So, being that I'm into solutions rather than create more problems, mm-hmm. I say if the stuff doesn't mean anything to you, although this is proof opposite to track because she says she doesn't care for any of this stuff, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's a lie. Because there's a reason you're with this guy. Yeah. And, and you know what it is? And this is where you get annoyed with conversations about money. And I am only bring this up because recently it started trending on Twitter. Denzel's, Washington's wife, told a story in an interview about like how he forgot his wallet or something. And I know, famously, Grant Hill, who's married to Tamia said on the first day, Grant Hill forgot his wallet. So a lot of guys will be like, oh, well, you know, you pick up the dab at dinner. And it's like, but motherfucker, you're not Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. It's publicized that he makes a $100 million a year. You know, that's what the, or $100 million contract. Mm-hmm. So w- a woman knowing you have money, when they know you have money, they don't want you to spend it. Hmm. And that's what I'm saying She's not really being honest with herself. It's the reason she's with this man. Sound like you like broke dudes. So uh, at, my number is 317. Hilarious. Anyway, I, I don't think but no, but, but here's what I want to say. So in the interest of solutions, if those gifts truly don't mean anything to you, take the ones from the previous year and save them and pawn them. And buy him stuff.
0: No, I see. I like if you, they really don't no, mean nothing. I like that. where you were going with that, except that, um, re selling them. No, I would say take those gifts and give them to somebody else that you don't want them. Yeah. I say don't buy him anything. Go on experience. Like go on a trip. Go travel. Well, go the, fly to space.
1: That's the thing she's saying. She enjoys experiences. Meaning, you know, well, that, going places, traveling. That's what am saying. Like that, that. Th- that's what she should do. And he for enjoys him. the material things. Let then
0: buy the material things. Take the gifts you don't want them. Sell them on eBay or. No, not pawn them, but or give them to somebody else less fortunate. I, I would agree she, with her. I she,
1: think I'm more speed than anything, yeah. which again, my number is anyway. Um, but no, DM her. the reason I say that is like, okay, so you have you heard the theory about people in New York or LA, right? Well, you are an actual native New Yorker, but mm-hmm. the theory is. The theory is people who live expensive places like New York because you pay so much in rent you don't have very much money for material things and that you don't value them you value experiences going places meeting different people you know mm-hmm. your options are endless for where you could go to dinner and living in Manhattan and you know what I mean so or in New York period you know so I relate to her in that sense it's like there's no point like niggas back home for example when I moved it was like okay you got some rims okay you got some new rims you got some new Jordans you got some new shirt and you're gonna wear it to the same club Uh so so I get her being like okay I got a tennis break like what does this mean like let's get out of here let's go to Rome let's see some shit I haven't seen but I think just as she respects he respects her love language. She has to respect his. He just I mean, he could afford it. Let him ball out on you. but just, And like I said, I, I, I think say, she's faking the funk a little anyway. And, and here's what I, I think. think. Hold so. on, hold no, on, no, let me say this. I think her real issue is having to reciprocate it. That's the real issue. Well, yeah,
0: maybe. And well, I mean, she kind of said. She, kinda kinda, says she that. said that she don't make as much as he does, so she can't do
1: that. But I'm only saying that I'm still questioning how she got with this guy anyway. It's well, yeah,
0: irrelevant. All it knows is that, imagine this, Phil. Imagine you're sitting there, look, this is what I can afford to get you. This guy's dropping, how much? 20000 It's like, but it's, I can't, but it's, I, but I it's can't. Because it makes you feel like, imagine if I gave, all right, so let's say we're trading gifts, right? Okay. You give me a gift. You give me, a new notepad to I'm write jokes. I'm happy my family's
1: broke for that. Reason.
0: I give you, I turn around, and I give you a fucking 50 inch TV. You gonna be like, uh, me and my family. You gonna because, feel some type of yeah, way? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we all have an understanding. We all have an understanding that we're all broke. So it's just like we give each other love on Christmas. You know, a text, a phone call, a visit, whatever. But mm-hmm. I said it to say, if that's truly how she feels then don't give him anything because ultimately you give gifts to give them you don't give them to, give right, something to get something back time. right
0: and that's so I how could it see how
1: he is a little annoying where it's like oh you got me a 50 inch screen oh you shouldn't have and it's like but no you really shouldn't have like so, I, yeah, I really think I, if,
0: I want if you want to help yourself, man. Don't give him the gifts. Just buy him a trip, and that's what oh, you didn't get. But, gifts, this is this is let, this let's is let's my buy, love what, language. But, I'm gonna have this experience with you.
1: And this, this is, is what I was going for, and and it's taken me a while to get to this conclusion. What a fucking humble brag. <laughs> Oh my god, girl. First world problems. My, my my husband just won't stop buying me fancy bracelets. Bitch, how says, do I get him to stop showing how much he loves me? Through spent twenty thousand dollars on this. Some broke women listening to this shit going, bitch, I got it. What what's your number?
0: <laughs> I, I can't even get mine to buy me a number six to Taco Bell. You, you complaining about, about twenty thousand of gifts?
1: Oh my god. First world god. problems. <clears throat> He just, he he bought me a plane. Can you believe
0: that? The only reason he doesn't lavish my family is because we do Secret Santa soon. He has to buy one or two.
1: Shut
0: up. It's not a real problem. But it's something that bothers her in her, so her tax bracket. Not a real problem
1: at all. In her tax bracket, it's a problem. Most regular, real women right now, like, look, my husband don't be having his half of the rent. And that's the <laughs> issue. I just wanted to pay the light so, bill. He can't even pick up the light bill. <laughs> I'm typing this from the public library because uh, we're homeless. And and this bitch is up here. Oh, my God. OMG. He got me a $28 bracelet. But I, like, don't make as much as him. I don't have
0: anywhere to put all these gifts. And that's why you're
1: with him. And that's why I'm saying it feels a little disillusioned.
0: It does. Give him to the less fortunate. If you don't want those (laughs) gifts, ma'am, give him to the less fortunate. You don't marry
1: uh, Warren Buffett and then complain about the gifts he gives you. If if you really weren't in the money. You'd have married a man with less, but we're yeah. going to let you play the game, sis. Thanks for calling in. Well, we
0: don't know if she already had money for her level and just met him. And she just did it told off. you she don't make as n- much as mm-hmm. him. Well, we don't know how much that enough is. She said
1: she does good. She because makes. She... She was a fucking waitress that married the CEO. That is <laughs> that
0: is your... Hold on. <laughs> that, the views expressed in this program are those...
1: <laughs> she said in her own words, I don't make as much as him. But I'm saying, you don't marry a rich man and then complain about the shit he gives you. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't marry a broke man and complain about him not getting you shit. You knew he was broke when you got with him. What you knew you he expecting? was broke. You, 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 you was attracted to well, his creativity. You know, don't let the holidays get you down, sis. <laughs> let all that creativity turn you
0: on. Imagine if he gives her for Christmas uh, one of those uh, pasta cards. Now, I, I'll he, say he for the men. Now, a little, little reggaeton. He makes a card and gives it to her. Yeah.
1: I'll <laughs> say for the men, then don't be broke and not creative. Well, you better get to work.
0: Better figure out a trade. At-
1: that, that's what shit women say when you broke. He's thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> he better be
0: thoughtful. Yeah, uh, he, he put extra salt in the egg so he knows I like it like that. I about, that's about how much money
1: he was not fit to spend because he ain't got it. Hilarious. Oh, so this guy is just buying wild All shit. Right. Here, here's
0: a here's another Christmas uh, related question. Someone who needs help, actual <coughs> real help, actual here. help.
1: Oh my god! Uh, not You're a right, first world little- problem.
0: Here's the question Can I ask my coworker if I can hang out with her celebrity friends?
1: Okay.
0: All right, I'm 22 and just started my first job in the entertainment industry. I love my work and I'm especially happy to be working with my co assistant, who I'll call Tess. She is funny and smart and has been really helpful as I've been getting trained on our shared duties. I know through social media that Tess is an extremely sociable person with connections to a couple of actresses and writers that I follow and would love to work with someday. I often see her in photos on celebrities' Instagrams or every once in a while a celebrity will appear on hers. I'm wondering if there's any particular etiquette around asking her to hang out outside of work with the purpose of piggybacking on some of those connections. I'm very envious of her famous friends and for a couple of specific people she hangs out with, I really believe I have a lot in common with those people and could be a valued member of their writing staff. Is there a good way to ask her or is this inappropriate? And I'll start off by saying because I come from that world, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. There's nothing I hate worse. Like, all right, so I went and did an interview a couple of years ago, and uh, there's a guy and a girl. And the girl, after the interview, the girl's asking me, "So you know, you're you're going to all these parties and stuff? That's why I need to be, man. I need to come with you. Mm-hmm. I need to be around those people. And it just makes me feel like I'm a conduit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any talent, but I'm just use you as a door okay. to get to this. It's like there's a way to go about doing things, and only hanging out with someone because of what they can do for you is not is not the way to do it because look, so here it is. If they don't know you, it's going to, This I have two points. If they don't know you, it's going to be weird. This is my friend Tess. She just wants to come and hang out and it's like, okay, what's up? And then, then what? You pull out your resume and you fucking start, do you need help with this? It comes, the energy is readable. People can read that energy. Number two, not everything you see on social media is real life. She mentions in here that she watches her Instagram all the time and she's hanging out with all these people and put up all these pictures. How many times have you and I seen people taking pictures with others that you know they're not in the same room?
1: Somebody was there for two minutes and right. just wham bam. Up thanks ha- for the picture.
0: Hey, hop in the picture, come on, we all but take then a picture. Bam. The
1: quick. trick is they post it with no context and you go, Oh, this person is friends with Kevin Hart. Yeah, they do. No, they're stuff. not. And it's like they just took
0: a picture. It don't mean nothing but happen to
1: see him walking
0: past and say, Hey man, can I get a picture? But this the value of that is being changed by social media. Make it, it till you make just it just used to be where you would take a picture with someone and oh cool, you got a cool picture with Richard Pryor. Now the value is going up. You take a picture, oh you must be working with Pryor. That's crazy. And and so look, if that's what you're trying to be friends with or for yo, know, knock it off. It's not gonna happen. Make your own connections, build your own relationships. Don't sit there and try to walk in behind somebody else who built those and try to maybe take their hard work. I don't think it's... I think it's... No. There's no way to do it. Just don't. Just don't do it. That's my thing. Work Work your own way. I'm going to
1: take opposite of that and say, because we are in entertainment, Avery a little more than me, you know, you've been on some TV programs and whatnot, um, if you're going to do that, be outright and honest about it. Be like, yo, I'll agree with I want to hang out and meet some famous people just like you. You can even be joking about it, but... Because the thing that you don't want to happen is to pretend like y'all relationship is authentic. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's not. She said they're just working. It can this. become authentic over time. She said they're just working. So there's two sorts of approaches here. One is, which this is the approach I take, which is just to let that um, relationship bond Matrily, build organically. Yeah. Yeah. Till they ask you, hey, you want to come to the Oscar party with me on Saturday? Bingo. Bingo. Or- or there's gonna be some big people here, you know, at this SNL after party or whatever. That's how you want it to go. Or like I said, you can just be flat out, gross, and disgusting about it, which is to just be yeah. like, yo, I wanna come to the I Red want Papa your party. friends. Yeah. Remember uh Diddy and the uh <laughs> Big Papa song was that Big yeah. Papa? Me we and tell your friends, your friends to get
0: with my, get friends, with my friends. We can be friends.
1: And we can do this every weekend. We this every weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, you can just be gross just like that about it and be like, like I said, almost joking about it. Look, you're basically my agent manager, you know, or whatever. How much should I pay you for promo? You can even get into that game.
0: I just, I think it's kind of, you're being friends with someone they are not even friends. You're just using someone for the purpose of
1: getting through. But the thing about it is, like I'm saying, people in entertainment know you trying to use them. And and the best ones are kind of how people Instagram models do. Yeah. Uh, $100 for promo. Uh, I do stories for $75 and I'll promote your song or your joke or whatever the fuck. You know, and then, hey, po- post or 500 Yeah. Yeah. So I think on either end... Whether you're the person being pursued or used, it's best to just be alright. Because she might even push up and homegirl might even hit her with, you know, bring me enough uh, coffee in the morning to hilarious. get that kind of perks. Now you know, you know what, I get her coffee every morning. So oh, yeah, hilarious. be open to the fact that she'll be aware and just be maybe upfront about it. Right. Or and, and that'll be faster. Or let it build
0: organic. Yeah, but it also has the side effect. But it may hurts. not
1: build organic. That's what I'm saying. She gonna look at you you might not like, ever fuck with you. Oh, like
0: okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take it with me one of these days and never does it. Because then she looks at you like, oh, you just you just want to be cool with me because you think I can get you in with 50. Okay, got it. Um, Next question. What should I, a teenager, do about my intense crush on a celebrity?
1: Oh, this is a good one It seems
0: like they're from the same person <laughs> <laughs> I have I've, That's how you know this as a teenager Because the question the, the, the starts off with I've has it's Bad spelling I have a huge crush on this actress Let's call her Amanda For privacy reasons What? Why don't you use the real person's name? They don't even know you Anyway I have a huge crush on this actress Let's call her Amanda For privacy reasons I've I've had this crush since March, so like nine months. I can't stop thinking about her. I I keep having overly sexual dreams about her and I see her face everywhere. There isn't an age difference at all. We're both fifteen, just a month and a week apart.
1: A month and a week apart, Woo-hoo.
0: all right. So, I'm guessing why he do not want to say her name is because she's underage, but he's also underage, so why is it? Why I don't know. Damn, I don't know.
1: Weird. I don't fin- know. I'm answer answer reading it because that's it's it. Funny. That's
0: just what should I do? I have an intense crush, bro. Just write it on you a celebrity, yeah. That's not no, listen, that's not abnormal. It's just called puberty. You're 15. I God. Okay. Intense
1: crushes on several celebrities.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, and he's feels and way past 15 It's <laughs>
1: gonna happen because, uh, yeah. <laughs> His this. So yeah, I know them, and they don't know I exist. Exactly. So, so, so it's f- a sad world, bro. You better hope they got some nude scenes or something. Oh like, how uh, there was
0: a back
1: in the day. yes. Oh, that boy. was this beautiful scene with Vivica Fox and uh training, not training day,
0: Independence, Independence day. day. Yeah. Ooh. Right Dang. in the beginning
1: when she was dancing, I was like, "Damn." We ain't
0: even gonna talk
1: about uh, Brandy and, uh I Still Know What You Did Last Ooh, Summer. don't oh, even yeah. bring it up. That was before we had, you know, the computers and Pornhub.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm gonna, gonna tell you this. The There's nothing for you to do about it. Enjoy being a teenager. Enjoy putting them posters up on your wall. Just whatever you do, lock the door and keep the tissue and lotion said, right there next can to the bed. What do about
1: it? Nothing uh, you can do about it. Jerk it's, off. That's yeah, what you get, can do that, about that relieves attention. <laughs> Welcome to our world.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, because watching Masterpiece Theater ain't going to help you. That's so, so funny. fucking watch what you what, watch. What
1: can I do about Nothing it? Nothing you can do about it. You're a dude. Human nature, bro. It's human nature. I mean, you can DM her. With the rest of those four million guys, exactly, it See, seems you get a She orders on. <laughs> you can DM her. What can
0: you do? Here's what you cannot See, do. We couldn't even DM ours. Here's what you cannot do. Don't go to her house and stand outside. That's what you yeah, should sons, not don't do. do. That Just watch her from afar and pray that maybe one day somehow she'll <laughs> find you. Man, go
1: not hand hit her in the DM. We didn't, we didn't even have that tool.
0: Oh God, these questions are getting better. This is, this is a Christmas gift that keeps on giving here, Phil. You might actually help somebody with this question. Okay. This is right up your alley. How can I get my friend to stop calling me Eddie Spaghetti? Oh my, God. <laughs> my first name is Eddie. I have a friend who constantly calls me Eddie Spaghetti. It bothers me to no end. I am not a wet noodle. Without offending him, how do I get him to knock it off? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to not offend somebody who calls you something you don't want to be called. You got to come up with a name. Like, what I would do is I would look at something that makes that person, like, self-conscious. Like, if they're fat... I would say, hey man, you sure you want to sit in that chair? Let me get you another one, man, just to make sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you
1: gotta give him a name back. I've never understood why people act like bullying is a one way street, especially not verbal abuse. Oh my god! If it's physical, it's like maybe I can't beat him up, but then it's like if it's verbal. Yeah, you give him a name, and then he'll realize how annoying it is.
0: And the worst name it is the 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 more terrible. Like it don't even gotta be funny. Just be like uh, round uh, round Randy. Like that's not funny. I know. Used to work
1: at a basketball. Robins, when I was 16, and I spilled stuff, and they called me Spilly Spill. <laughs> Spilly Phil. Spilly, Spilly Phil. Phil. Hey, Spilly Phil. And yeah, so I just gave him a name. I was like, all right, Messy Freddy, or whatever the there fuck, right back. I don't even remember the yeah. name, but it's like, yeah. You give them another name that rhymes back and he just, keeps saying it just over keep saying. Pretty much, just
0: keep calling to them like, "Yo, that's corny, right?" Yeah. So is Eddie Spaghetti. So is Eddie Spaghetti, don't old you, boy. You got something better than Eddie Spaghetti? Why you? did Why did
1: he call it Spaghetti?
0: I don't know. He just he's one of those people, probably just trying to be so funny. So there's no reason. Funny. No, it, it, there isn't. He didn't. There's no reason. That's he just crazy. calls him Eddie
1: Spaghetti. I, I guess it rhymes in a nah, weird. I surely would ask him, "Hey, man, what the yeah, fuck? What, it, what is it, this Spaghetti?" About? It
0: rhymes, Eddie Spaghetti. So yeah, it's. Yeah. He gonna him how he
1: remembers his name,
0: but he also going to call him Ready Eddie or Eddie Ready.
1: Some sort of autism where he only remembers rhymes.
0: Maybe he only eats pasta at lunchtime, Maybe and that's he can where only the name. Remember
1: your name with a rhyme, so that's what it is. Like I said, <laughs> just give him one back.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's not that difficult. Of a, just give, yeah, give it right back to him. Like, you know, call him Shrek or something. I don't know. This is my really offended by calling Eddie. Speak. I've been called way worse. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. You know, they used to this call light, me. This is lightweight. Like they used to call me um, when I was growing up because I had a really big head that my body wasn't caught up to my head. <laughs> so I always had a big head, right? So they used to call me prune face, which I didn't understand.
1: God damn,
0: that is mean. It it, it makes sense. Prune face. From from Dick Tracy, we're, we're right. going way back. Um,
1: but you surely you said something back to them. God.
0: You know, I wasn't confident at the time, so I didn't have anything. And a lot of when a lot of people are laughing at you, you, you really, you know, kind of I shriveled into myself. I'm not the guy I am now, like well, I'll come up with something. But I do remember playing basketball. I remember with kids in the neighborhood, and they would also call, they would call me Mac Tonight. And when it, what first started as, <laughs> all right, so like, I remember that guy from
1: McDonald's. <laughs> Mac Tonight right? from
0: McDonald's. He played the piano, right? So they again yeah. about my head. Mac Tonight, and it started off as like a diss and then actually. It just kind of became my nickname. Everybody would call me Mac. Nobody knew what my real name was. But yo, what up, Mac? What up, Mac tonight? And everybody like, Mac tonight? They'd be like, yeah, Mac tonight. Like, you got to... <laughs> they called me Manute. Oh, my God. So Eddie Spaghetti's not that bad when you think about it. But
1: Manute? They used to call me Manute. Oh, no. Not Manute Ball. That's right. Like was a I... basketball player.
0: That's right. I had a big head. I was skinny. I didn't have a lot of muscle. But I was slight. And I was quick. But I was the tallest one on the court. So, Manute. Or Mac Tonight. I, pre- I preferred Mac Tonight. I ain't going to hold you up. Mac Tonight was... Uh,
1: <laughs> a I love movie. that you, you made the best of it. You're I like, hey, hey, I hear you guys calling me prune face, and I want to suggest something to you. Yeah, Have yeah, you me. ever seen those McDonald's commercials <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with that Mac Tonight guy, the moon? His head's like gotta, the moon? Gotta, I, that one's a better one than yeah. prune face. You got to... You, know, you gotta but update we, your references. Yeah, work it out. A lot of people haven't seen Dick Tracy. Not all. But Or even eight prunes.
0: Yeah, but that was that was what it was in the neighborhood. Everybody had like a nickname, so it was cool. <laughs> That was the nickname,
1: dude. Yeah. You know, if you was black, your name was black. Yeah. If you was fat, your name was fat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't But he didn't like Eddie Spaghetti. Maybe we got to come up with a better nickname than Eddie Spaghetti, you know? I remember my cousin used to be, and I mean, this was a girl. She was like shitty <laughs> chubby. And they called her Butterball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Butterball, <laughs> Butterball,
1: wow. And, and obviously, when she got to be like a woman, she was like, don't call me that! But we were you know, that was her name as a kid. Which all the guys kept their names. Like I remember my dad used to have a friend named Squealer, cause they said when he was little he used to tell a lot. So all the way till he was a grown man, people called him Squealer.
0: There you go. So. It, yeah, uh my aunt told me a story. Um and the dudes they do this everywhere. There was a kid when she was growing up, you know, he had like uh some kind of palsy or something that caused him to shake when he walked. Mm-hmm. So his name was Chris, but because of his disability, everybody just called him Shaky. That's so
1: funny. Four I, I have a cousin named Shaky. Exactly. So yeah. And you it was literally <laughs> they were like, yeah, we well, the baby he used to shake a lot. So we called him Shaky. And then so to this day, the day. yeah, People will be like, Wait, well, hey, where's Shaky? This nigga's 45. Yeah. It started off here,
0: now it's become so, so even now to where last week this kid who called me Mac Tonight saw me and uh-oh. he didn't call me my name. It's yo, Mac Tonight, what up? Uh, But yeah, dude, just people come used to call me 50
1: because I look like 50 back in the day. Then the girls were with like, the back, nah, like Dwayne Wade, and then people would, and then 50 Tyson came out. Oh, I no. Like 50 Tyson. Oh, so,
0: no, 50 Tyson. I remember when I was in
1: high school, like the album Get Rich or Die Trying had just came out. So 50 was hot. And mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really care what someone calls you, long as girls like them. You're like, oh, okay. Somebody called you Flavor Flav. It's like, all right, we got to fucking fight. Flavor Flav. Like, they would come from other school and they'd be like, girl, I told you he looked like him. They came from other schools uh, just to see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you he looked just like him. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah.
0: Wow, that's dope. But listen, man, I'm glad we can help you out. But remember, if this advice does not work out for you, I I don't know, man. I don't know so what to tell you.
1: be like Avery for that last writer and Suggest some names to him. Like no, no, no. Come up here's, with a list. Here's Five a couple good names. Of other things. Maybe you could call me instead of Eddie Spaghetti. You, you
0: could call me Fast Eddie. I'm alright with Fast I'm, Eddie. I'm allergic
1: to pasta, motherfucker. I, I, I
0: don't eat that. I only eat gluten free. Ain't gluten free. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> maybe call me uh, Eddie. Eddie Ready. Fast Eddie. Uh, Steady Eddie. But Eddie Spaghetti. There you go. There it yeah, it's gotta go. Can't work. Mm. Anyway. It's been another episode of But I Don't Know, though. co host said Avery Mason. Follow me, Avery Mason Official, on Instagram.
1: Me at I am Phil Hunt. Y'all know where to find us.
0: Yeah, we're back next week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. And we'll see you in the new year. I
1: hope your husband don't get you a diamond bracelet.
0: Not for $20,000. <laughs> God bless. <you. laughs> Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know Though. And I really got to apologize. There must be some sort of uh, break in my head. Uh, maybe it's lack of sleep. I'm not sure. Maybe it's this uh, energy drink I've been drinking. But the way the contest works is we're trying to get to 150 subscribers. I keep saying 300 because I'm under pressure really trying to impress Phil you know with a big number 300 like the movie but the truth is we only need 150 subscribers in order for one of you to win this Nintendo Switch that I'm trying to give away you gotta follow me and Phil on all our social media and maybe make a comment or something and whatever comment you make use the hashtag but I don't know though B-U-T-I-D-K T-H-O Whatever comment it is, use that hashtag and you can possibly win this Nintendo Switch. One of you is going to win it. Not all of you, just one. There's only one. But uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tune in. Phil is on Twitter and I am Phil Hunt. And on Instagram, I am Phil Hunt. And I am Avery Mason, official on Instagram. Avery Mason, official on Instagram. The Avery Mason on Twitter. So, you got a lot of options and choices. Good luck to you all. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. And we'll see you next week.